Hey folks, if you're looking for Yip Yip and Avatar podcast, you're in the right place. We're not trying to gaslight you. Uh, someone else had almost the exact same name as us. So since we're only on episode four, uh, we decided to rebrand. We are now My Cabbages, an Avatar podcast. Uh, it turns out that uh, Appa is a pretty popular dude. Yeah, that's true. Rotten cabbages? What kind of slum do you think this is? Hey folks, welcome, welcome. Um, this is a little thing. It's a, a thing. A thing. What is what is that thing? Uh, we're going to be talking about Avatar, The Last Airbender. My name's Zach. And I'm Alex. And this is an Avatar podcast. Welcome to My Cabbages, an Avatar podcast. No, my cabbages! I said to myself, you know what, babe, I am turning Dirty 30 in a few weeks. I am deep in the cut of my millennial years, and I don't have a podcast. A new decade, babe. You gotta get with the times. Uh, Let me start off by saying we both fucking love this show. Um, This show, I think, is integral in both of our, like, teenage years we like consumed the shit out of the show uh it was definitely definitely a fan Sokka always like annoyed me I I love Sokka how dare you like he grew he grew on you he grew on you for sure but it was just kind of like a burn her down folks at (laughs) at Alex I don't know they tried to make him kind of not the brightest crayon in the box this this show is great and we, we both love it and it's super fun for all ages. I mean. Which is why you're a guy <laughs> turning almost 30 and you're still able to do an Avatar podcast. And it's going to be great and fine and awesome. So uh, let's not beat around the bush. Or in this case, Iceberg. Mer- all right. So we begin. Episode one. The boy in the iceberg. So we are introduced to Sokka and his sister Katara. <laughs> Don't you know? His name is Soka. I saw that. I saw that. That live action. Uh, the Earth King has invited you to Lake Laogai. So we should just like make a cardinal rule where we just do not mention it on this podcast. <laughs> No, that, 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 that shit is like. Shall not pass! So, are you the Avatar Ong? Sorry, it's not coming into our house. It's a vampire. We are not lighting it inside. Yeah, it cannot cross the threshold. No. Um, uh, well, before that, we even start with like a dope intro. The intro to Avatar, as you know, is one of the best intros ever. It's Very... it's akin to the Full Metal Alchemist intro where they they do that little bit about um, equivalent exchange. Yep. It like gives you everything you need to know about the world and how it works and stuff, and then boom, we go right your, into your your cliff notes all in the yeah the yeah, and I love how it's instead of like a theme song. And then yeah, it's Katara and she's 
talking. And unlike in the movie, uh, she talks for maybe three lines and then she gets out of our face and we get to be shown and not told. What, 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 remember what, what, we, what we said? Oh, I know. They're going to drag me. Lake Lao guy. And I love how they're, uh, they're trying to catch this fish. Uh, they're trying, they're just like in a boat and like where, I don't know what looks like where the Titanic might have gone down. I don't know. Geographically. They, they, they got this water ball. A guitar is playing with this water ball and it's got a fish in it, which is like, it's gotta be like the water equivalent of like putting a rock in a snowball and throwing it right? Like, there's a fish in this water bowl. That's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's inconsiderate to Sokka, and it's worse for the fish. Sokka, look! Shh, Tara, you're gonna scare it away. Mmm, I can already smell it cooking. Sokka makes some shitty comment to her about girls, and... Okay, but before we get to that, I'm sorry, but when she's doing the whole water bit, and they lose the fish... And Sokka gets very upset that because of Katara's amateur uh, water bending, which he calls magic. And every time you play with magic water, I get soaked. Lose the fish. And in a very Hermione Granger-esque way, Katara so matter-of-factly says, it's not magic, it's water bending. I can just, like, I, I instantly <laughs> flashed back to... You're saying it wrong. It's Leviosa, not Leviosa. And what is waterbending? It's magic! It's fucking magic. How does it work? Nobody knows. It's magic. That was a fun distinction, because you're right. I don't think anybody ever refers to bending as magic ever again. Which leads me to wonder where Sokka even got that mistake. Like, he made it up on purpose. He would, like, he knows it gets under her skin when he says, when he calls it magic. Mm, magic. It's like, whatever. Hang out with your water it's magic. Magic is a slur. Magic is a slur for bending. How dare you? Sokka, so he continues to suck, where he makes <laughs> this comment. Oh, leave it to a girl to screw things up. Leave it to a girl to screw things up. You know what? I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm like, please, please no, because of the cancel culture that we have going on like today, I'm like, oh no, is Avatar ruined for me now too? Is it going to like have not aged well? And is Sokka just going to be like this raging sexist? Like, have I missed this? Like, has it not just like yeah, right. been tainted by... I'm like, oh no, am I going to hate this now? And then Katara coming in in the clutch is like, excuse me, you're the most sexist, and then goes on this huge misogynist rant, and Katara is woke AF. Like, like, rant about misogyny, not a misogynist rant. Yeah. Katara like, doesn't just, doesn't just stand up on the ice cream no, and go, yeah. men and women are different, and women belong in the kitchen, and I agree with you. Well, yeah, I mean, she is kind of reinforcing that, though, yeah. by, like, saying... I do all of these things for you. Do you, don't you know how much your yeah. socks smell? Don't you know how much I caretake for you and do all of your laundry and chores because I'm a girl? But literally her rant is so woke AF. What she's proposing is so earth shattering. Like, oh my God, if you don't like treat me with respect, I'm gonna not stop doing your laundry. Um, <laughs> how? <laughs> it literally like, is so earth shattering. It like, wakes the fucking avatar. Have you ever smelled your dirty socks? Let me tell you. Not pleasant. 
and they wake up the Avatar. Yes, they do. And, um, yeah, Katara ends her rant with a little, like, flick of her wrist. She, like, jazz hands, and water explodes up this big ice cliff. Did I do it? Yeah, she, like, has a very kind of... Steve Urkel. (laughs) Good, that was good. Give me another one of those. Go ahead. (laughs) Give me another one. Did I need it? <laughs> we then cut away from these two to our first uh, view of Zuko. And Prince Zuko. Zuko is rocking that full shade man bun. He is. You know what? He was a trendsetter before he even knew it. Oh, yeah. No. I always had a low-key crush on Zuko. I mean, when Avatar was coming out in high school... Like, literally, when I showed up my sophomore year, I just, like, I decided, this is my year. I'm not gonna, like, I'm gonna stick it to the man. And I started wearing, like, Chuck Taylors. And, yeah, I always was feeling those bad boy vibes. So, like, I don't know. When Zuko and Avatar came out, I guess that's why I also just did not feel Sokka. Sokka was just, like, so, like, oh, Oh, that man bun. Bring it back. Mm -hmm. Oh. Thank you, Zuko. Uh, and, and then his uncle, Uncle Arrow. Yeah. Uh, but I was, like, feeling his vibes, man. He's like, just come here and sit and have a cup of jasmine tea. And I was like, dude, jasmine tea is my favorite. Why don't you enjoy a cup of calming jasmine tea? I have a little packet when I, like, come home from work. Because I'm trying to cut down on my caffeine intake. So coffee, me, no go. That jasmine tea. And it instantly, like, chills you out. But I have a feeling there's something else chilling, Uncle. Un- uh, Uncle Iroh's sipping that specialty, and Zuko is mainlining espresso. <laughs> he is just, like, his intern comes up and gives him a cup, and he just downs it in one go and then smashes it on the ground and, like, orders him to go get him a second one. I don't need any calming tea. I need to capture the Avatar. He is just from jump, I must find the Avatar for my honor. Like, he from the second... The, I eat honor for breakfast. <laughs> I eat delicious, nutritious honor. I literally have in my show notes, like, Zuko, honor. Zuko is, like, obsessed with the That's avatar. It. So obsessed. Like, he's, he's, he's eating his honoros Cheerio, like, cereal. And uh, we, he sees this big, bright light in the sky. So just like a man who uh, makes extraordinarily bad decisions based on no information, uh, Zuko is like, oh, shiny light. It must be the Avatar. I was like, that's just a shiny light. For all you know, it could be fucking Fourth of July or something. It's the Northern Lights again. Come, come, come here. He like, he like plays the, the, the like, abuela. He's like, come, sit down, like. Let me serve you some tea. Like, you work too hard, young man. I don't want you to get too excited over nothing. Chill out, bro. Like, we get it. Like, you're, it's just the lights. Like To me, it read like Iroh like, was trying to do it on him a little bit. Yeah. And then Zuko's like, we're going, honor. Ah! It, it makes me wonder, like, how jumpy is Zuko? Like, does a, does a whale surface? And he's like, Avatar! Like, throws himself off the balcony. And they're just like, God, no, Zuko, it's... Just a whale. It has to be him. There's this giant laser beam that just, you know, goes off into the air. And then we're like, we cut. And when Katara, even before we're introduced to Zuko, Katara's face, when the Avatar, like, is first, like, 
rising from the ocean simultaneously like the fuck is in that iceberg <laughs> but also like dang duck like you <laughs> that's like, the weirdest it was kind of like bedroom eyes but also like what <laughs> confused bedroom eyes <laughs> so ang is like he's to Sokka, he's talking some nonsense it's like check it out I, uh yeah we can get a ride on my that's that, he says, that's Appa, my flying bison. And then, like, we're like, that's cool or whatever. And then so- Sokka is so, he thinks this is so ridiculous that he's just gotta, he's gotta fire off a cracker of his own. And Sokka says, oh, well, that's Katara, my flying sister. <laughs> Boom, baby. Boom, you got him. fucking <laughs> got him, dude. Like, come back in the century. Well done, Sokka. That was so Again. good. Again. Sokka's character will grow on you over time, but just from the first episode, was was not a fan. They're like, who are you? Where did you come from? And Aang is like, what are the penguins letting? And then he just like runs off. We, we learned very quickly that Aang has zero attention span. He is ADHD as fuck. Yep. And yep. Katara has this look on her face like, this is what we got? Are you, are you serious? Are you kidding me? I love when they get on... Appa, you know, the, the slime bison, because everyone's got one. Um, <laughs> Everyone and their mother has one of these models, baby. And this one's from 100 years ago. This one's a very vintage model of uh, sky bison. And then he goes off and then immediately just flops into the water. And Egg says, oh, he just needs a little rest. And I get it. I know that Egg has been asleep for 100 years and doesn't know it yet. But it's like, dude. You've been sleeping for a hundred years and you need to take a fucking nap? Appa is a master troll in this moment because he heard Aang be like, yeah, check it out. It's my flying bison. And they're like, oh, flying bison. Sure, flying sister. Everyone's got him. And Appa just flops into the water and I expected like the fucking sunglasses to fly down onto his face and we'll deal with it here at the bottom. Like Appa is just ain't having none of that shit. I love it. We hear Sokka's first uh, first description of this wonderful, elegant beast, and he calls it a fluffy snot monster. They're so far away that it's like an overnight trip, and uh, there's that weird little cutscene. Aang and Katara are both awake, and then Katara just comes over and sees Aang sleeping on top of Appa's head, and she's like, hey. Hey, what you thinking about? <laughs> uh, we cut, though, to um, uh, Zuko back on his intrepid ship as they hunt down this mysterious beam of light. And uh, Iroh is dadding him super hard. He's like, Zuko, come on, you're working too hard. You're, listen. Your work-life balance is just all out of whack. I see the white Self-care. patches. I see the white patches under your nose. We have to talk about this now. Come on, please. Zuko's like, Honor! The Avatar! My family. I'm the only one who Avatar and Honor. Ancient art, unique to our culture, blah, blah, blah. And then we cut back from commercial, and we meet Grand Grand! Grand Grand's great. Grand Grand and all the kids, and then we wear, see, like, oh, fuck. This village is running on the skeleton crew. Like, that, yeah, literally two 14-year-olds uh, have been put in charge. And then, and then my favorite part of the whole episode happens. Grand Grand turns to Aang and she's like, 
An airbender, huh? I thought they were all extinct. And Aang is <laughs> like, and, and Aang is like, uh, what? Do you want to do you want to run that by me again? And they're like, anyway, you can go over there to that ice tent and sleep in there. We don't have any time to learn more about the genocide of Aang's people. Because uh, Aang's got to bust out his glider and flex for all of his new uh, Instagram followers. Oh my god. They're all like, ah, it's so cool! And then he gets his tongue (laughs) sucked to his glider, which first of all, I'm not sure how it's possible. It's a great thing. It's not, it's not steel, it's, it's wood. If Aang getting his tongue stuck to a wooden glider is wrong, then damn it, I don't want to be right. I am stuck! How did, what, how in... What then, thought crossed your mind to do that? Did did someone dare him to do that? Did he oh, think yeah. he was going to be, oh my god, did you hear back in the air kingdom, all the kids are doing it. We're just licking our gliders. No, uh, Aang's glider <laughs> is actually coated in uh, a psychedelic, and so he licks it to... Oh my gosh, drugs are plenty in... in- in our it's version just, of Avatar. It's constant. The Fire Nation uh, is, like, bearing down on everyone. The Fire Nation is basically the coronavirus of this world. Oh, and So, yeah, the, the Fire Nation is like the coronavirus. All the tribes are, uh, are practicing self-isolation. And uh, there's nothing to do but uh, get high and, I don't know. I want to get high <clears throat> all the time. To keep me off my mind. And yeah, and then we get some more Zuko honor. Yeah, we cut to to Zuko and Iroh on the ship. And Iroh is training Zuko. And like shoves a fireball like directly in Zuko's face. And uh, burns Zuko alive. And then we cut to credits. We see Sokka, and he's in. Um, he's running his like daycare service for all of the all of the little little children of the tribe. Sokka's like, ah, it's like they gave Sokka the job, and they like try to sell it to him. They're like, no, you're training the new generation of water tribe soldiers. And Sokka's like, oh, I must train this new generation of water tribe soldiers. And it's like, do you take care of daycare? Yeah, but I, I made Sokka do it. So then they uh, wade their way through the. Army of uh, Psyduck penguins with our their four four armed four winged penguins. I love the Psyduck. They we, go into this like Elsa ice tube. This is the part where I stepped away for dinner. Yeah, so. she did a very responsible podcast thing where she stepped away and sorry, uh, made dinner. Sorry, it's okay. I'm just teasing. I know this is the first one. I'll get better. I promise. <laughs> We will improve. There's nowhere to go but up. We 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 continue my apt uh, frozen um, comparison with a a wrecked ship that they find. That, <laughs> frozen uh, two, unlike in Frozen two, um, actually has contextual sense for being there, and and there's a reason for it existing. Oh yeah, because you know their water tribe has been under constant threat yeah. by the Fire Kingdom for the past hundred years. This war. And Ag is still like, what war? <laughs> yeah, Ag is like, can someone explain anything to me at all, please? Bitch asks less questions than Steven fucking Universe. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, like there's uh there's like, this war that's been going on. I'm someone sorry. told you? 
Extinct? Yeah, and Aang is like, he, they're talking about the Fire Nation, and he's like, listen, I got friends who are firebenders, okay? So, I know about the most. There's no war going on. I'm like, what are you talking about? This must just be something. And she's like, Aang, how long were you in that, that block of ice for? And Aang thinks he's been in this block of ice for a few days. A few days, Aang? Really? His avatar senses are really, 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 really off. Like, my guy. Does he just, like... Does he just take little spa weekends in giant ice blocks? It's crazy to me. He comes out of the ice and he's like, wow, that was a great nap of a few days. Like, when in history have you ever heard of someone getting frozen in ice and it just being, like... Any old time. Like, can you imagine if in the in the end of uh, Avengers, in the first in, in the first Captain America movie, they like unfreeze him, and it's like a week later, and they're like, "Hey, we found you in the ice, and we were able to get you back." What's up? It cuts to Zuko, and he says something that I can't remember. He says something insidious, like "Ah, the, the Avatar won't know what hit him." The Fire Nation... Yeah, they show up. That's right. They show up at the village. Yeah. And they well, do show up well, at the village. Well, well, they show up at the village because as Aang and Katara are exploring this ship wreckage of the ancient mm-hmm. uh, Fire Nation boat and having this conversation about, oh, no, it's been 100 years, not 10 days. Uh, and then uh, they accidentally set off a flare. It's like, oh, booby traps. It's just like... Which I'm also confused, like, why would a, why would the ship have booby traps? Like, it clearly crashed. Like, these people died, probably. Like, they're, like, the Fire Nation doesn't just, like, intentionally just crash ships hoping some water tribe ruffians are just gonna, like, like, the goonies are gonna show up. They, They spend, the Fire Nation crew of this ship spend their last dying breaths Laying stupid home alone traps for water tribe <laughs> folks. Well, they learned a lesson, I guess. Not really, because they set up that flare, and Zuko yeah. is just like a shark in water, smelt blood. He's like, it's like I'll get the avatar. the avatar. And then uh, we get our first ever Zuko eyes to credits. It's very intense. What'd you think? Of the episode. General thoughts. I mean, great pilot. Yeah, it's a good. It's a they good made episode. an attempt to establish some good characters. They got straight to it. They're like, I mean, it opens up like you said with the most iconic of our at least we generation. Get, yeah, we get like a little tiny blurb. Literally, all of the exposition we need is like the Fire Nation attacked, and there were four elemental peoples, and they had powers. Uh, Magic, if I'm to dare to use Sokka's horrible slur. Magic water. There was a huge, like, a line when they finally go penguin sledding and... <clears throat> oh, uh, it's a really good line. Yeah, and Katara, it's... you just see this completely different side of her. She's laughing and Some having fun. fun, and you can tell she hasn't done this in a while. And then, coincidentally, she says, I haven't done this since I was a kid. And Egg quips back, oh, you still are a kid. And it's like, keeping it real, Avatar. Like, Aang displays uh, once again that he is a character that is both 
incredibly wise and also incredibly youthful. So I think the show gets in a, the pilot episode. We laugh. We uh, scratch we, our heads. We're on. We're excited. We're you know. We get to see just an, just enough of a hint of the turmoil of what is outside of this little village that we want to know more. Hey, folks. We're we're gonna do a segment. It's a segment. You know, one of those. One of those actually like things with in a podcast with structure. You mean a bit? A a bit. Yes, we're gonna do a bit. I love this podcast called The Greatest Generation. Here's to the finest crew in Starfleet. Engage. It was our first date. Much love. It was our first date, Ben and Adam. So we wanted to do something kind of similar to the Drunk Shimoda. Incredible. Drunk Shimoda. Where they point out a character in the episode that is either having the most fun or being the most extra. And we came up with this thing called the Boomy of the Week, which was essentially just the Drunk Shimoda, but for Avatar. And it felt a little too derivative for me to be comfortable with it. So we made this new bit, and it's about D&D, because we're both D&D nerds. Um, I've been playing D&D and Pathfinder for many, many years. Alex just started. I've been trying to, but thanks to all of the gatekeepers out there and, and shitty ex-boyfriends, I finally uh, only got to play starting two years ago. My last uh, boyfriend, who, despite the fact that he was a shitty nutbeard, he did like playing D&D. And then I was afraid after breaking up with him that I would, oh, I would never be able to play D&D like ever again. And of course, Zach was like, oh, it's fine. I'll start a new campaign just so you can play. <laughs> We're, we're often talking in the show about the show from a D&D point of view, right? The characters feel very archetypal. You could fit them into classes. You could examine the whole entire series as a D&D campaign. So we did. This is called Experience Points. Uncle, do you realize what this means? I won't get to finish my game. Shouldn't there be a board or some pieces or something to jangle? I won Dungeons and Dragons and it was advanced. Evil? Or maybe chaotic neutral. The Demogorgon! What a deep shit! You've been shot by an arrow. Ow! Well, there'd be penalties to her experience if she acted out of alignment. So, babe, first episode. I, I like the idea of doing like a play of the day kind of thing, you know? Taking a, a scene from the episode and breaking it down in D&D terms, maybe. Okay. Or we could highlight an individual person. Like, we're still defining. We're still figuring it out. We're still figuring this out. Well, mine will be a person for a specific scene, so it's a combination of both. The person who gained the most experience points may be leveled up uh, in this episode was uh, Uncle Iroh. Uh, when we first meet Iroh and Zuko on the ship, Iroh's trying to teach Zuko some mad firebending skills, and Zuko gets all worked up, and Iroh's like, hey, you know what, why don't you just come over and sit down and enjoy me over a nice calming cup of jasmine tea? You're saying he, like, crushes that diplomacy check? Well, he actually fails the diplomacy check, because Zuko then proceeds to say, Yeah. Oh, screw you! I don't need... Uh... <laughs> he says it in a Russian accent. <laughs> oh, screw you, comrade! I am Russian! Screw you! I don't need no jasmine tea! I don't need any calming tea! I need to find the Avatar! Honor! <laughs> Iroh, overall, this, this tea for him is like... His wisdom. He gets like a tea bonus. Yeah, he gets it forever moving forward. Every single time he drinks tea, he gets that extra point buff. 
Yeah, he gets because he knows the secrets. Like he, like you know what? You just sat down, had a cup of tea with me, and cleared your mind. Then maybe finding the avatar wouldn't be so hard. But you're just seeing red all the time, dude. And you have had way too much caffeine for that espresso. If I had to give Iroh a class. Yeah, that was another thing I was talking about is what is Iroh's class? To me, Iroh feels like a uh, sorcerer that late in his life multiclassed into barbarian. (laughs) Remember, he goes to prison at one point, and he gets super buff. Yeah, I think, uh, I, I don't think he is a barbarian. No. He's, like, way too chill to be a barbarian if Zuko's a barbarian. You will teach me the advanced set. Very well. I think we should stick to the original classes. I don't think we should go advanced. Yeah, that's that's fair. We don't have to, like, um, we don't get, we don't need to get too meta up no, in this shit. No, we do not. I would think Iroh is... A cleric. I was going to say a cleric. He's a cleric. He's either a cleric or a monk. But no, Aang's definitely a monk. And I Iroh think, is, yeah. I think, is a cleric. I think Iroh is a cleric for sure. So I'm I'm going to give my experience points to, to Aang. Because you do this thing where you're like, do I make a good fit for my party that is a strong contender that will like defend us and help us win combat encounters? Or do I make a ridiculous character and commit all of my mechanical traits to that story? Like, a bunch of monks got together and they were like, Aang, here's all of the skills that you are going to need as the Avatar. You've got diplomacy, right? You've got spellcraft. You've got firebending. You've got all of these skills that you need to put stat points into. And Aang's like, nah, bro, I'm going to dump all that shit into ride, motherfucker. Let it all ride. Aang's ride stat is is ridiculous. He rides the penguins. Later on, uh, we're not there yet, but he rides like giant koi fish. Not to mention Appa has flying bison. Yeah, of course. He's he's, he's, he's He's riding the flying bison all the time. Aang just, this conversation is constantly happening at the table. Hey, hey, DM. Yeah, yeah, what's up, Ang? Are there any animals around? Yeah, there's some penguin bear dogs over by the thing. Great, I ride him, and it rolls a die, and he's just like, 37, what? And the DM's like, yeah, fine. Never fails. You ride the thing, great, you ride the thing. And all the other players are like on their phones, and like waiting for Ang to be done riding the thing. I, I admire Ang's commitment to character, and so for that, he gets my experience points. Episode two is called The Avatar Returns. Spoilers title, jeez. Wow. How dare you? Episode two, The Avatar Returns. Prince Zuko, a young firebender, his mission in life is to capture the Avatar, tracks Aang down to the Southern Tribe village where Katara and Sokka live. Well, I think that's a wrap on episode one, babe. I think so too. This has been a lot of fun. Um, Full disclosure, because we decided to do this... uh, segment retroactively we're actually recording this after we've recorded episode four to pull back the curtain a little perhaps uh we're releasing the episode on wednesday so we'll see y'all there and we hope you listen in and stay safe out there and good night and good luck and uh we love you all goodbye magic water